This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What's going on, Raider Nation? This is what I'm talking about. That was a win. That was a good time. It was definitely a stressful game at the beginning, but it paid off, man. I'm so absolutely amped. If you guys caught any of the live streaming before or after the game, I've been pretty much fired up all day long. Then there were other factors that played into it during the game. I've probably never been so juiced about a game like this, just a normal Sunday game this early in the season. I've never been this juiced about it before. Man, I'm I'm way too ready to get into this breakdown. So let's quit messing around and let's jump into it. Let's talk about the Raiders and the Bears. So we fired the game off. We're moving the ball pretty good as usual on those first few drives. You know, the, the infamous scripted drives from John Gruden. And things were going great. We were moving the ball. Then we just so happened to kind of get towards, you know, deeper into enemy territory. We got ourselves stuck with a third down, came up short. We're looking to kick a kick a field goal, and Richie Incognito comes up with kind of a bonehead, I guess, unnecessary roughness play. Pushes us to a point to where I thought we would still be able to kick a field goal. I think it would have been a 54-yard field goal, and we elected to punt it. And I was taken back by this quite a bit. So instead, I mean, and then we punt it, and not only do we you know, give them the ball back with no points on the board, but we give them the ball at the 20, ended up being a touchback. We punted it into the end zone. So right off the bat, I'm pretty frustrated with the game. I thought we could add three points on the board because I expected this to be a pretty low-scoring game. Three points meant a lot. And I understand field position, but instead we gave them the ball in the 20 instead of, what, the 45, I think, would have been where they kicked the field goal from, something like that, or the 44, somewhere in that area. So we gambled only 24 yards or 25 yards of field position instead of going for the three points. But moving on forward to the game, (laughs) that was the the first part that stressed me out. The defense comes out, man, and we are just fired up. And I expected this from our defense because this offense is nothing more, nothing less than what we played last week. There's nothing special about this Bears defense. They have Allen Robinson, who's a pretty good wide receiver. But outside of that, they have guys like Trey Burton, who's a whatever tight end. They have, you know, a few good little gadget guys but they don't have a whole lot of special talent uh they still have david montgomery uh the rookie running back who 
hasn't quite made a statement as like some star running back yet. He's still a good, still a good player, still a guy to keep an eye on. But it's not like their offensive line is anything stellar. They don't really have anything crazy. And of course, they're playing with their backup quarterback, who we've already talked about isn't necessarily. I mean, he's almost maybe better than their starting quarterback today. Not so much. I mean, I think they're they're pretty much on the same level. If Mitch Trubisky would have played today, we'd have been dealing with probably the same Bears offense. Uh, so there's no love lost, I think, whenever it came to playing their backup quarterback. But like I said, the defense came out and they played great. They played absolutely great. They were able to put the ball back in the offense's hands and the offense took that ball back on their second possession. They had the ball from like the 10. They drove that sucker 90 yards, a 10 play 90 yard drive, five minutes long. They ate some clock, put up some points, seven, nothing on the board. Chicago gets the ball back. They had a couple plays, were stuffing them, and then bam, throws a pick to Nicholas Morrow, one of the two linebackers that, of course, we needed to step up because we had Tier Whitehead, who was pretty much taking over all captain roles or all leadership roles uh, as the middle linebacker or as the lead linebacker in that group. And then Nicholas Morrow now is pretty much going to be on the field every single snap, so I expected him to step up. Sure enough, drops back in coverage, finds his zone, reads the quarterback, bam, snags the ball out of the air. Puts the ball back in the offense's hands. Just a few short plays now at that point. And this is great. This is what I like about it because not many times do you see the offense start, you know, in enemy territory. So the few times that we get it, we got to take advantage. Sure enough, bam, points on the board. It's 14 nothing. It's not even the end of the first quarter yet. So at this point, I'm losing my mind. I'm absolutely stoked. We're like, we're blowing out the Bears, right? We're absolutely blowing out the Bears. Then we stop them on a three and out. They get the ball back. We stop them again. It's a three and out. They, I think they even lost some yards. Then we drive down, kick a field goal. There we go. At that point, it's 17-0 going into halftime. Absolutely juiced. I mean, there's, there's no better way to drop the first half. We came out firing in the first quarter. We held our own in the second quarter. Things were still going our way. At that point, I forget what we had. Uh, we had like 200-plus total yards. I think the Bears only had like 40-something. It, it was an absolute blowout at that point. We were controlling the ball. In every aspect of the game, special teams had a few hiccups. We had a few drop passes. But besides that, in the trenches, for sure, at the beginning of the game, we were absolutely dominating. Rushing the ball was absolutely nuts. I think through the first quarter now, the Raiders had more rushing yards on the Bears defense in like the first quarter than they had that the Bears had allowed to any other team throughout the entire game. The entire game, the Raiders already had more rushing yards in just the first quarter absolutely gashing them in the trenches absolutely nuts the Raiders went in there so locked in and I think a lot of that had to do with Cleo Mack's words heading into this game because I think the Raiders knew that they didn't want to be made a statement they they didn't want to be used as a statement game they didn't want to go in there and and be tore up by number 52 and hear all the storylines to them to their coaches to everything about how they should have not gave up this player so we're going into halftime absolutely juiced now we come out Second half, and things were shaky. We did not start the second half off very well. Of course, now we come out after halftime. I shouldn't say we started it off well because we started it off with a three and out. Defense comes out on the field after, you know, we got the ball first. Chicago comes out with the ball at second half. Boom, three and out. Stop them right there. So we get the ball back to our offense, and then we have a miscommunication. And what happens here is I think it was supposed to be like a pitch, like a sweep, you know, where the running back, is basically starting his runoff directly sideways. He's running with the hashes, or he's running with 
the lines on the field running directly to the sideline. That's where he starts his run, and that's where he catches the toss. And he's going to, I mean, it's going to be a sweep where he takes off, right? Well, that's what Derek checked to. That's what he changed it to. Originally, pretty sure it was supposed to be some sort of a stretch run where maybe he runs between like a guard and tackle, so it'd be kind of like a wide handoff. Well, he checked it to a sweep, and I don't think Jacobs got that check. I don't think he understood that it was going to a toss. I don't think he knew that he was tossing the ball to him. So you see Jacobs start to basically break straight for that guard tackle spot, straight, like pretty much a stretch run. And Derek has it in his head that he's going to pitch it. Well, he threw it straight backwards, um, gave the ball right to Chicago, and kind of another, I mean, Josh Jacobs had a great game, so I don't think I'm knocking Josh Jacobs at all. But on this particular play, whenever he got back there, he definitely should have just fell on that ball. He should have, I mean, I get it, he's a running back. But the same thing goes for every single player for whatever reason. Most of the time, people, like players like to try and just scoop it up. There were so many guys around him, and it was just a frenzy. Should have just fell on it. Just fall on that ball, take the big loss, go with it. I know he's trying to make a big play. Um, hopefully from now on he learns from his mistakes. But from there, things kind of just went from bad to worse. They scored on that drive, of course. It was kind of inevitable. I mean, they had a lot of momentum in their favor right there on that. Then offense seems to kind of be in a little bit of a standstill. We, we, we had some issues on offense. We couldn't move the ball. There's some miscommunications, uh, a few bad, I guess, reads on picking up. Uh, blitzers and whatnot so things didn't go our way so we punt the ball they drive back down before we know it guys it's 17 14 the bears are creeping back up on us right and things weren't really getting any better any faster for us uh man offense was still in a standstill. i mean they had probably three or four drives coming out in the second half where the offense just wasn't moving the ball and it was giving the chicago bears every opportunity to go back down there and score sure enough I mean, based on just some miscues on drops, uh, Rodney Hudson had a holding penalty on a drive that we're trying to get the ball moving on. And then at some point, you know, they're creeping up on us at 17-14. We go to punt the ball, and they have a big return. Big return sets them up. They go down. They score again. I think it was like a one-play drive. They just had one shot. They're just like not even 20 yards away from the end zone. They go down. Now they're up 21-17 on us. So now we drive down and we need to score. We need to score, right? The kickoff to us, Trevor Davis, Trevor Davis sets us up with a huge run, gets us back, I think, almost into enemy territory, set, set us up with just a, lo- a really short field. A really short field, exactly what we needed to go down in there and punch the ball in. We get the ball on the goal line. We run this nice little, I don't know if it was like a screen pass. I forget exactly what the play design was. I can't really picture it in my head right now. But we set up Trevor Davis to basically dive right into the end zone he I mean he went through a little pile of guys he got himself into the end zone sure enough bam they punched the ball out right there at the goal line fumble they get the ball at the one absolutely nuts absolutely nuts at this point in the game like so mad like okay there was our spot right there to take the lead back we had it I mean we 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 set up a perfect run a perfect return we set our offense up in a good spot to go in there and just punch it in punch it in take the lead that simple right we had the perfect play design to get in there and score and they knock it loose from us they get the ball back now they have the ball and this is the play that was the most frustrating play that i think i've ever witnessed i mean given luckily it was like week five because had this been a playoff game had this been a playoff game i think this might have been up there with forgive me for even bringing it up the tuck rule i think it would definitely be up there 
with the tuck rule. Absolutely. The way this call went. So we had a chance to bring pressure on Chase Daniels. Mohurst goes in there and, I mean, was just right there. I mean, a split second from getting to Chase Daniels. He throws a bad ball. Might have been tipped or something even. Throws a bad ball. It was supposed to be a little short dump off. Goes right to Daryl Worley. Right in opponent territory. Perfect. We'd have the ball like the 20 or 30 yard line in opponent territory. Like, yes, this is the game. Then this flag comes in for roughing the passer. For roughing the passer when Mohurst didn't even land his body weight all the way on to Chase Daniels. Not even, not even close to all of it. Not even half of his body weight. Dude maybe had his shoulder going into him. His feet, Mohurst's feet didn't even leave the ground unless he was making a step. He didn't drive. He didn't do nothing. He made a simple tackle. Just a simple tackle, and it was a very easy tackle. There was nothing wrong with it. And he was so close to even just getting the sack. I mean, he was right there from the ball. I mean, it's not even like there was a, a substantial amount of time. I mean, he was right there. And it was a great tackle, a great play. We've had a few, you know, with Arden Key and Max Crosby. Those were definitely a lot more uh, able of being called penalties than this one. So I guess what I should say is it's not even just the significance of the actual penalty, penalty itself, but the fact that it took away an interception. At that point, I thought the refs decided the game for us. I thought that was it. I thought the game was over. I mean, and I was so frustrated. I've never been so mad in my life. I've never been so mad. My kids were going to sleep at the time. I was sitting there just fuming because I couldn't say anything. Otherwise, I'd probably have been so, so, so mad, so loud, so nuts. I'm sitting there just fuming on this thing. It's absolutely nuts. Once again, I mean, we can try and hide this as much as we want. We can try and ignore it. I know there's fans that don't want this to be a thing, but it's true. At some point, we got to understand that was the refs. Goodness. How many times are they going to be against us? How many times are they going to pull this crap with us? But here we are, you know, with all of our guys getting hits, but our quarterback can't get one himself, right? Derek just did the same thing. You've seen Khalil Mack absolutely drive all of his body weight into Derek Carr in the same game, the same exact thing, no penalty. But sure enough, any Raiders player, any Raiders pass rusher, for whatever reason, guys, refs we couldn't even get to the quarterback last year now every time we get to the quarterback you're going to give us a penalty for it it seems like goodness i I don't even know what to even do with this at this point so at that point i thought the game was over right i mean i still i still held hope but every bit of momentum that we tried to get going in the second half was getting taken away and you can't fight momentum no offense you're never going to win you're never going to win but now the good part of our conversation this is the happy part I hate, I hate to be mad because I was just trying to show you guys my real emotions through the game, but here's the happy part, right? Of course, they punt the ball to us. We still stopped them on that drive. They didn't score, so that was good. It's the least thing they could have did. I mean, they were gifted the ball or gifted to keep the ball. The least they could have did was not score. So they punt us the ball. We get the ball at the three-yard line. I'm like, all right, here we go. This is it. We got like eight minutes left in the game. Got the ball at the three-yard line. We need a touchdown to win this game. We need maybe not even – I mean, we are down, what, four points? It was – 1721, I believe at that time. So we got to score points. We're not going to have that many more opportunities. So we drive this ball down 13 plays, 97 yards. I mean, Josh Jacobs was out there just brutally abusing that defense yet again. Yet again. I think they were gassed by how much they're getting gashed in the trenches. It was absolutely nuts. Josh Jacobs tore him up that drive. And then all it took was for Derek Carr to just drop in a few good clutch catches. He had one to Foster Moreau. 
one or two maybe to Foster Moreau. Um, we even got ourselves in a situation to where we thought we were going to have to punt, right? We thought we were going to have to punt. Uh, we actually I did punt, you know, put us in a pretty bad spot. We did punt, and they had a roughing the kicker. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. It was a hitting the kicker. I thought personally it should have been a roughing the kicker because they initially went into his, like, his plant leg or whatever, his landing leg. His kicking leg didn't really get hit until after. As they wiped out his plant leg, so I thought it should have been roughing the kicker, automatic first down. It was hitting the kicker, so it set us up with a fourth and one. Bam, fake punt. Potato chip guy, Eric Harris, man, Mr. Do-It-All. He was a special teamer before he was a safety. Gets the ball, gets the first down. Was almost a fumble. Elbow hit the ground, though, overturned it. First down. We continue. We drive down the field. That big clutch pass to Foster Moreau. Absolutely nuts. Then, I mean, I feel like this Josh Jacobs guy has a new signature move of diving into the end zone. Absolutely great. Sets us up for the win. I mean, they only had, what, maybe like two minutes left or something whenever they got the ball. So they go down and bad miscommunication. Chase Daniels throws it into like nobody except Gary Conley. Gary Conley, who had a bad game. He had a bad game. He was, kind of, he was getting torn up a little bit. Had a, But, I mean, iced the game for us. Can't complain now. Uh, dude pretty much iced the game. Was done. We had like this little drive. Get, maybe gave him the ball back with like, le- like less than a minute left. Way in their own territory. Didn't even matter. Game was over. So that was absolutely great. This was a much needed win. Dude, our season right now is in full swing. Absolute full swing. I'm so amped. This is great. Uh, this is this is pretty much what we've been planning for this entire offseason. We had two bad games. We had two bad back-to-back games. We opened up this season, and I said I wanted to ask more questions. I wanted to confuse people even more on who this team was. We opened this game up. Or opened this season up, first game. We looked fired up. Those next two games were rough. Everybody thought we were done. Thought the season was over. Derek Carr wasn't the quarterback. They thought all these things. I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of questions, but it was with everybody because we were getting dominated everywhere. Now, these last two games, we've had our shaky moments, you know, still for some reason in the middle of the game, we have our shaky moments or whenever we lose our momentum. I mean, we're a momentum driven team at this point this year. So if we can get a few turnovers if we can get a few things going our direction, I feel like this team can beat anybody. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that's kind of almost every team, but it just seems like the Raiders haven't been able to be a team that generates stuff like that this year. We finally are. We're fired up. We're running around. Yeah, we're making some mistakes. Yeah, but we got a lot of new guys. We got a lot of young guys, and we have a lot of just guys that have never played together, ever. This is the first time this year. They're still gelling. They're still figuring things out. John Gruden isn't exactly, I guess, the easiest system to figure out. Paul Gunther obviously has something, you know, a little wild up his sleeve, too, to make things kind of complicated. But this season is something else, and, and this week turned it around. Absolutely turned it around. But enough talking about the game, per, you know, per se. I want to shout out a couple players or a few players. I don't really know. I'm just going to keep rolling with what I got. We're going to see what we come up with. But I want to shout out a few Raiders players today that stood out, stepped up, and uh, really made a difference in this win against Chicago. Obviously, I'm going to start with the theme of the last couple weeks, the future Offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh Jacobs. Uh, The offense together, I think now, that's the second consecutive game where we had over 150 uh, rushing yards total. Josh Jacobs today at 123. And that accounts for now. Uh, Last week, we talked about him having the most rushing yards through a player's first four games. Today, pushed him over past Marcus Allen's for the most rushing yards by a rookie through a player's first five games. Marcus Allen uh, originally held it with 415. Josh Jacobs now holds it with 430. 
And now, 123 rushing yards in a single game puts them as the sixth best Raiders, you know, uh, I guess, rushing game of all time. So, sixth best game of all time happened today. Running back Josh Jacobs tearing up a Chicago Bears defense. What a defense to do it against. Um, And even shouting out now our quarterback, Derek Carr, coming across with his 17th game-winning drive. That was right there, you know, whatever. They capped it off with like two minutes left in the game. Uh, no other scores happened. As long, I think a game-winning play or a game-winning drive comes down to end of the game, and as long as that's the final score on the board, it goes up as a game winner. So that was his 17th consecutive, and now that ties him with Ken Stabler as the most game-winning drives of all time as a Raider. Uh, so that's another big milestone that he's catching up to with the great snake, of course. And shout out, defensive end Max Crosby getting his first NFL start today with Cleveland Farrell being out with a concussion. Um, Coming out, man, I mean, on fire. I think he had a sack early on in the game. Uh, And he was just all over the field, just a super smart player. You could see him uh, trying to read the short throws. He was really reading the quarterback. Anytime he looked like he was going to throw a ball just out in the flat, Max was jumping off of his defender, really trying to get his hands up in the air, really trying to create chaos. Um, And even now... Shout out to wide receiver Trevor Davis for stepping up, picking up some big yards. Him and even Darren Waller made some great plays. Uh, but mainly Trevor Davis because you got to look at our wide receiver group now that we're dealing with. He came in, I think he was like our leading receiver now, and it was only like he hasn't even had two weeks under the system. It was it was Trevor Davis, Keelan Doss, I think Marcel Aitman. I don't know if he's actually active or out there, but he wasn't playing much. We had Hunter Renfro. And, of course, we had our two tight ends out there in the mix. So, obviously, 12 personnel was a popular thing because we only had, what, like four wide receivers active today. So, it was good to see the new guy, Trevor Davis, getting uh, getting active, getting involved, uh, really picking up the offense, obviously, besides that fumble that he had at the goal line, which I might not forget. He's got he's got to make up for it. He had some big returns. Um, but now, with the bye week coming up, we should be getting some key guys back on top of that now i know he came in as a return specialist luckily he's getting involved with the offense because i think Dwayne harris could be making a return after the bye week obviously i think we're going to see gabe jackson coming back anytime soon we had a lot of guys banged up um tyrell williams who we were missing big time today that'd been great to have him but he should be coming back during the bye week we should have jj nelson coming back during the bye week uh i mean we're pretty much going to get everybody back except mark kelly who's on ir and vontez perfect who's dealing with that suspension so and even that now keep an eye out for tuesday because that's going to be more to come, obviously, with that. But that does it for my pregame wrap-up. Obviously, a lot to talk about this week because it was just exciting. When it's a bad game, I don't want to talk about it much. We just wrap it up quick. So that was it. It was great. Hopefully, I didn't miss anything. There's so much I'd like, I'd love to talk about. Um, but really, guys, it was a win, and that's all that matters. I just wanted a good, healthy win. I mean, these next two weeks are going to be great. It's so great to go into a bye week with a win, be positive, and hopefully now we might even have some tools to gear up, make some more roster adjustments, and uh, finish off this last two home game stretch in a positive way. But we're going to take a quick break provided by Blue Wire, and when we come back, joining me is going to be <laughs> your guys' favorite, Kenny King Jr. So like I said, be right back. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. 
scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible as well. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best sports from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, gives you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up and it's free. Sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on a day before it even happens. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is a free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Again, try it for free at sports.axios.com. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave, it hasn't changed much. The ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles, and neither do you. That's why Harry's doesn't overcharge you to add gimmicky features to their razors. They focus on delivering what actually matters, sharp, durable blades at a fair price. I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave. Easy glide, low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. Harry's is just super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. And there's no risk to you for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. And we're back and joining me, everybody's favorite, Kenny King Jr., man. What's going on, dude? What up, dog? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, dude, and uh, you got me a little amped up this week. It's been a down week, but I think the highlight of uh, this week for Raider Nation was uh, seeing a proud supporter on The Price is Right. Dude, what is <laughs> up? Man, you know, uh, I definitely uh, made an enemy that day, but she actually she, <laughs> she ended up being my friend. Yvette was really cool, and uh, it, was, it was fun. You know, it was, it was hard keeping that secret because, you know, it was obviously exciting, but, man, it was a good time. You let the cow out of the bag. You can tell us, man. We only got a like a bunch of thousands of listeners. I mean, I'm pretty sure they won't tell nobody, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll spread that rumor first here, huh? Yeah. Hey, Kenny King, man. This was a crazy, crazy, crazy game. Ended in the best way possible. Um, we're gonna get into some phone calls, man. But first, some initial thoughts, dude. Like, what's I mean, jump jump into it a little bit, man. I know you're fired up and you're ready to get on the mic and talk about this. What's going on? Yeah, man. First and foremost, uh, shout out Eddie Pinero. Uh, we have a <laughs> seventh round pick uh, yeah. from the Chicago Bears. This was his fifth game. Uh, so shout out Mike Mayock for making that trade. Um, you know, it's something that we didn't think would possibly garner a pick, but we had, <laughs> we ended up getting a pick out of it. So shout out that. Uh, shout out Trent Brown and, and Colton Miller. Those dudes were lights yeah. out, man. Khalil Mack had he hit Derek Carr once, uh, didn't sack him. He just got a he got an easy cheap hit or not even a cheap hit, easy free hit on him. Uh, but those guys kept Carr clean 
all day. You go, yeah. you, you love to see it. Yeah. So that 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 car hit. You talking about the one where he laid all of his body weight into him, but he didn't get a penalty. Just us, yes, right? yes, that, that one. one. The the okay. same one that uh, Mohurst was subsequently called for a penalty yeah. on. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. Um And then, dude, shout out big time, Josh Jacobs, man. This kid. Yeah. You know, I said I said early on the Stu is going to be an offensive rookie of the year candidate. The guy is he's living up to all the hype. He's balling. He is the dude. I mean, 123 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, averaging 4.7 yards a carry. You can't ask for anything more out of this kid. He is the real freaking deal. You're 100% right. Now, going back to the Eddie Pinheiro trade you're talking about, uh, just to refresh everyone's memories, we actually signed him as an undrafted free agent uh, last year. He got hurt, so he never was actually activated. Came in this year, we kind of had a little bit of a kicker battle going on. Obviously, Daniel Carlson proved to be the guy. So we traded him for a conditional pick, as, and, and we received, what, was it a seventh rounder? As long as Eddie Pinheiro played in five games. And now, didn't Pinheiro get hurt today, too? He came into the game a little banged up. I think he had a, I believe it was a hamstring. Yeah, he seemed to uh, really injure himself at, towards the end of the game. So I'm wondering, uh, <laughs> imagine if he hit that five-game barrier right there on the mark and uh, got us our trade. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. That is funny. So, Kenny, man, we uh, we got a, we got a bunch of phone calls. We're gonna do these a little bit different because I want I want I want to have some real talk with you this week. You know what I mean? These phone calls are eating up our real talk time. So I'm just gonna buzz through these. We're gonna hit these suckers back to back to back, and uh, we'll just you know pitch some comments and stuff during. Down for Let's it? Let's go. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Let's get it. Raiders. Yeah. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? This is your boy, Raider Roo from Logan, Utah. Pretty Ooh. cool about that win. It got kind of crazy there for a little bit, but doesn't matter. Come over with a W. Nice last drive. And wait for the defense to find a way to make some plays to close it out. Oh, and how many sacks that one guy on that other team get? Oh, the rest Zero. of the same as the entire team. Zero. Let's go, Raiders. I'm out. Yo, what is up, Raider Cody? And Kenny King. This is Daniel from Oakland. Twitter name at Dan Salas 19. How about that duh, baby? Yeah. Woo! Man. What a game. We definitely shut down Khalil Mack. Khalil who? Yeah, Khalil Mack. Zero Zach on, <laughs> on the game. Raiders D got four total and rushed for 169 yards. Yeah. If I tell you, if anybody else would have thought that those look like bear stats, but the Raiders definitely dominated this game. We got a lot of bad uh, calls from the refs, especially with those offensive errors. You know, with oh, that man. fumble and that other fumble, which are audible too. And with the refs being on their sides, I mean, come on, man. We definitely had this game on lock. We their momentum switched for for a few minutes in the quarter of the game, but Raiders sealed the game. Derek Carr had an excellent drive to end towards the game, and guess what? We got this, uh, baby. Let's go three and two into the bye week. We got that rest. We going back, and I believe we got either the, the Packers. I believe. Three and two, heading into the bye week. I like this guy's energy. What is the prediction going forward? This Raiders defense definitely, man, I am. Lost for words. uh, (laughs) I can't believe this one. All right, man. So, see you guys later. Peace out. Speechless. Raider Cody. Uh Uh-oh. The king. Uh Uh-oh. I'm hot. (laughs) 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 Woo! (laughs) <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. 
That's uh, I think that was OG Todd Monday. Just I love us it, some man. Energy right there. That's I, love I love Todd it. Todd Monday just got off those hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> Good you. afternoon, Raider Cody and Price is Right legend, Mister Kenny King. Oh, this is hey. Ken from South Dakota calling in after the great victory the Raiders just had over the Bears. A uh, complete victory. We made zero mistakes. Uh, Everything was a positive. Uh, nothing to complain about from this game what? whatsoever. Oh, we can find uh, something. <laughs> Give oh, us man, a minute. I'm so pumped. This is so great. What a great feeling. Three and two heading in the bye week. Uh, I know I called last week, so we got a couple tough ones after this one. And then the schedule lightens up. What would, yeah. what would four and three or even, <laughs> let's get greedy and be five and two going into the easy stretch of the schedule. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, man. Uh, that's all I got for today. Uh, like I said, no mis- I mean, basically air-free football out of the Raiders today. Uh, because uh, what's that thing that uh, Al Davis always used to say? Uh, something about winning. Is it just win, baby? That's what we did. And uh, to keep go. it up, you know, we won last week after uh, or last week after the victory. I had uh, two of my kids uh, say a little something. I got another one here also in the car again, and uh, yeah. she just wants to chime in. So here she is. That's Woo, let's talking. go. Yeah, kids from South Dakota always coming Raise in clutch right. for the kids. I finally, uh, my two and a half year old, I've been breaking him in a little bit. He finally, I can ask him, "What's your favorite team?" And he'll say, "Raiders." He doesn't, he doesn't get the D yet, but he'll say it. He'll say it. Still hey, counts. It's, it's all right. Yo, it's your boy Replay. Yo, gotta say what up to Cody and King. Yo, so pumped right now, man. That was a game nobody thought we were gonna win. Everybody penciled that in as a loss, and Khalil Mack was going to eat. And if I'm not mistaken, Khalil Mack looked hungry on the sideline <laughs> as they put him over there, which was crazy in my opinion. Maybe they were trying to rest him up. He was tired. Know. I'm pumped after this, buddy. Boys, let's do this. Yeah. Have a great night. Can't wait to hear the podcast. You guys get me all fired up here. We got another one. Same, I think, same guy. Same. Yeah, I just had to call again, guys. Okay. Oh, what are you from The Rock? Huh? I'm just so pumped, man. This was a game <laughs> that we would have lost last year. Going in the right, fourth quarter, getting beat up like that in the third. Just so proud of this team right now. Feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yo, Razor Cody, Kenny King Jr. It's Rep Mike here in Boise. Bye. Did yeah. not watch the game. I was preaching. Uh, but I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. Three and two, baby. You know, I might just have to preach every time they play early. <laughs> so that man. might be it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go back watch the game, man. I'm just, I am so stoked right now, though. Awesome. Go Raiders. I'll do the next one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, between Red Mike's preaching and my Temple t-shirt, I think we got a little uh, superstition brewing here. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good sound. That was a good sound bite right there. Man, we can we can do it on to the next one. Montage coming up. <laughs> Raider Cody, Kenny King, this is Brett from Lincoln. Good job today, man. That was a crazy game. I, think I felt every single emotion on that. <laughs> Same. I'm just watching this. Amari Cooper just dropped the pass. <laughs> I just picked it off in this uh, cowboy pound game. That's just a cherry on top. But hey, I just want to say we manhandled these bears today up front. 
offensive de- defensive line played there. <laughs> so <laughs> mid call, he's watching the Cowboy game and Cooper drops a pass. This is great. One last thank you to Khalil Mack for holding out, getting us Josh Jacobs one more first round Man. next year and a whole lot more cap space. Come on, baby, good win. I'm out. Let's keep this ball rolling. Clutch. Clutch call. What up, Cody? What up, Kenny? That was a dope-ass game, man. This is incognito for real. What up? What it do? Hey, bro. Good game, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to leave a little, quick little message, man. Go Raiders. Yeah, incognito for real. Thanks for calling in, man. Some good stuff. Raiders! This energy, yes. This hardcore Raider coming at you from Donkey yes. ah. What up, Cody? What up, Kenny King? Man? What up, hardcore Raider? The versus the Bears. And, you know... Uh, I guess the truth always comes out. Yeah, we were all hurt. You know, we don't have Mac. But, uh, you know, it came out. Mac didn't want to play for Gruden. So, Mac Woo. was incognitoed. And Mac got rolled up by Trent Brown. Like he's on hard knocks. Like Trent Brown rolling oh. up a fruit roll-up. So, how about that? <laughs> and you know what? Like I've been saying, dude, Gruden been preparing for this game ever since the offseason, dude. And it showed. We still haven't seen four quarters of football. So, I, I ain't. Nightness champs yet or nothing, dude, but we're seeing progress. Yep. Um, same with, with Carr. You know, I'll pump the brakes on him a little bit, but he's got to keep bringing it. Yeah. You know, he, he's looking better, you know. And I think one of the main differences is that we're seeing uh, the shotgun ran, a, a good mixture between yes. the shotgun yes. and play behind center, and then switching it sometimes from center to behind shotgun. But, you know, Carr's looking good. I do want to see some deep balls uh, more. I yeah. want to see the fullback involved. I want to see some spider Y2 banana or <laughs> spider 2Y banana. And, uh, you know, I want to see our wide receivers get healthy. But this win uh, was huge for us. I mean, team unity is the number one thing for the Raiders to be successful this year, you know. And what that success is is to be determined. But they're uniting as a team, dude, especially we have injuries all over the board. They're mm-hmm. showing that they can unite, and that is huge for the future of Resilience. this franchise. And, um, you know, I was saying if the Raiders win this game, we're going to the playoffs. You know, Ooh. that's what that's my prediction. It's my energy. So, Let's go. Uh, you know, with with that being said, if if with this win, this builds momentum. Yeah. This builds the morale of our yeah. team. And this is going to be huge for the Raiders and what maybe we can potentially do down the road. And that's all I want is us to have a shot and uh, shut up the media, man. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's have a good bye week. Let's keep feeding some positivity. And we'll see where we stand uh, as the season goes on. But we got a lot of stuff to look forward to. Shout out to Jacobs, man. I, lo- I love me some Josh Jacobs. Let's, Ooh, let's go, man. Out. Raider Nation, all day, every day. You guys keep up doing the great work. Love you guys. Hardcore Raider, out. Hardcore Raider, dude. I love this guy's phone calls. Dude, Hardcore he said, Raider always brings the heat, man. Always. A minute and a half in, he sent chills from like my elbow to my ankle. I don't really know what that means, but it felt pretty good. It felt pretty good, Hardcore Raider. Good stuff. Good call. What's up, Raider Cody? Kenny Uh-oh. King, this is Dustin. Yeah. Um, dude, great freaking win. What a great team win. You think he's drunk? He would look so bad for their freaking yes. minute. <laughs> uh, Over under on <laughs> how they were able to come back. That's not apologizing call on Maurice's on roughing the passer. What do you guys feel oh. about that? Because me and my dad were kind of talking about it. And when Mac went down to the ground with Carr, yeah. it yeah, was almost very similar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was my opinion. Just different and jersey. Course, that was the issue. You know, that didn't get called. 
Um, and it shouldn't have gotten called because that's just not roughing the passer. Yeah, it's a But tackle. anyways, great win, guys. I'm super excited. We got a bye week, and we are going to get Williams back, probably J.J. Nelson, Gabe Jackson. Yeah. Things cool. are looking Dwayne even Harris, better. Maybe. And, hey, hopefully we hear about a Coochie. trade for Stephon Diggs. Am I Ooh. right? Am I right? Talk to you later, guys. This guy about just made himself a second sound drop. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> man, Trent Brown out there shooting his shot, though. That's what I'm right. talking about. You got to respect the shooter, man. Shooter, shoot. What's up, Raider Cody? What's up, Kenny King? Eddie underscore Bangs. Um, Eddie Bangs, what's up? Southern California. Just wanted to say Khalil Mack, who, man? Khalil Mack, who? Uh, who? Um, I love the Gruden's theme. play calling got better, man. Gruden's play, play calling got a lot better. Um clear up those mistakes those fumbles hey on to the next one this is just a theme now i think i think the name of this episode should be on to the next one (laughs) you're not supposed to say it after a loss right i know but i mean we could i guess we could make it i guess you just be everything uh, hey on to the next one i guess on to the next one part two but hey, Kenny King, I'm glad we buzzed through these phone calls because we got to get back to our favorite segment, man. You ready for some real talk? Man, I was born ready for real talk. Let's get it going. Yo, nothing feels better than coming onto this pod, getting on real talk. And we're coming fresh off a win. The only thing that makes it feel better is the fact that we beat Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears on a home game in London. Our first time winning in London since we since since ever. And looking at the stats and looking at the historical research of every single game that's been played in London, the past seven teams that have played in London have and won have gone on to play in the playoffs. So Let's I think that we have go. some pretty good odds. Yes, dude, that's what I'm talking about. That's the type of energy I need right now. Like it, the 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 hype train has fired back up. It is back up to full speed. And let me give you a warning, Kenny King. You know this already. When you hop off the wagon, I mean, we, we got we got a full blown hype train going. This thing's blown into the playoffs at this point. This thing has full wind behind it. I mean, this thing is running hard. If you jump off that wagon, you ain't getting back on. It's too late. If you're riding with us, you're riding with us. If you ain't. And you're going to doubt and you're going to hate and you're just going to go after players. You're going to go after whatever you can to just pick apart this team. You're not jumping back on this hype train, man. We're rolling hard. Kenny Kenny King is 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 in the captain's seat right now running this hype train. And we ain't slowing down for nobody. I'll tell you right now. Dog, I'm going to tell you right now. If you can't get right, you're going to get left. And it's not about sunshine and lollipops and rainbows and all that. It's what it's about. It's about Raider Nation playing Raider football, and we're getting better each week. Now, obviously, this wasn't a perfect game. It wasn't a complete game. But we played three quarters of good football. We're almost there. It's so close. And you look at the way that the game broke down. What I said was my keys to the game were get Josh Jacobs the ball. If Josh Jacobs has more than one touchdown, and he has over 100 yards rushing, we will win this game. Josh Jacobs had 123 yards rushing. He had two touchdowns. We won this game. Derek Carr was damn near great. 
on on his on his passing and precision of the passing. Now he didn't have any touchdowns, he didn't have any deep throws, but in this game, we knew exactly what we were going to get. We were going to get short passes, we we're going to get intermediate passes, and we we're going to get ball control. We wanted to control the line of scrimmage, we wanted to control the game, and that's what we did. And that's exactly what happened. Now, there were a few mental mistakes that happened, and that's what's going to happen. You know, you're playing a great defense. This is a top five defense. Let's not forget. And we still were able to put up points on them. We were still able to move the ball effectively on them. And we were still able to beat them and hold Khalil Mack and that whole Bears defense to zero sacks. Yeah. You know what's crazy, too, is I feel like, you know, last two weeks, obviously, we're trying to pin this on one player, Derek Carr. But in my opinion... He hasn't really done much more, like, I don't know. He hasn't really done any better this week than he did, like, in the previous two weeks. It's just the team around him has been better, and that's all we ask for as fans is, look, I want to see – I don't want to see – I get it. You know, we're programmed to to complain about the quarterback right off the bat, but whenever the team around him isn't playing well, it doesn't really matter who you put in that position. Not very many quarterbacks are be able to go out there and pull out the win. I mean, right now we got, what, maybe, like, three or four maybe in the NFL that could – run this team better than what we're doing right now? I mean, how do you put a team on your back whenever they're just getting toasted down the field every time they're on defense? Special teams making mistakes. Even the offensive weapons are making mistakes. There's pre-snap penalties. There's all this crap going on around you. Well, how do you expect a quarterback to go in there and win it? Today was a prime example. We have 53 men out there. Well, what is it? How, do, how many do you activate? 47 or whatever it is? 47. We have 47 men out there that freaking played their tails off and they played well. So all we needed was Derek to go out there and just have a good game and not turn the ball over. That was really the key to the game. Don't turn the ball over. He made it happen, and that's what we got. So now, guys, that's all we need is just a team like this to go out there every single Sunday, play good ball on both sides of the field, and just get after it, man. I mean, it, it was a great team win. It was the same thing last week, man. Same song and dance. I think we cleaned things up a little bit better this week, and we almost just about got... Oh, man, uh, shaft from the refs uh, towards the end Dude. of the game. But besides that, man, I mean, it, I, I have no complaints. I have no complaints except for the refs. And, you know, I mean, what do we have? Like a couple hiccup drives, but little things that you can clean up, right? Pretty simple. Absolutely. I mean, we had a couple hiccup drives. We had a lot of ticky-tack calls by the refs. There were, you know, the, the one that really stands out to me is the, is the Mohurst call. You know, yeah, the, the rough in the past on Moher saying that he put his body weight. You look at the tape, you can see he was trying to get his body weight off of him. Yeah, it's just now, a Moher's shoulder, really. Big dude, he's what, 285? Yeah, something like that. You know, I'm, I'm pushing 300, and I know that to move my body weight, it takes a lot for me to move in midair. I, I, I'm not Neo. I'm not in the Matrix. I can't do it. So how do you expect a professional athlete to do it? And you're in the moment, man. Like, I mean, he just went after the quarterback. For all he knew, when he's going for that sack, that quarterback almost dang near still had that ball. He's trying to get there and break up his pass. He's trying to interfere the pass. You know what I mean? I mean, that was it was a split second. It's not like it was super delayed. For all he knew, he was going to affect the traje- trajectory of the ball with his collision. He get he got there just a little short of it, and he still just made a good, clean tackle. So whatever. Absolutely. And I, I look, I understand player safety. I understand taking care of the quarterback. I understand defenseless receivers. All of that. That's all fine and dandy. But let's not take away from what this game is. Football is a violent sport. Football is a game of contact. When we take out the contact of football, we, what do we have? We've got two hand touch. We've got soccer. <laughs> we, you want soccer? Go. And watch the watch a game in that stadium during another time because right now we're playing football. So if you want 
if you want players to play and you want players to do what they've been taught and coached to do from the time that they were little kids in Pop Warner football, you have to let them play the game. The same thing happened to Max Crosby. The same thing happened to Arden Key. You got to let these guys play the game. You can't discourage them and then throw a $25,000 fine at them on Thursday and be like, oh, well, you know, you were rough in the past. No, that's not how it works. Because I guarantee you that Khalil Mack's not going to get fined for his hit on Carr. And he did the exact same thing. What's the difference? And Khalil Mack's got way more money to pay that fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and don't be knocking soccer, man. The LA Galaxy are down in LA, I think, selling out the StubHub Center better than the Chargers are. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, freaking De La Salle High School can sell out the StubHub Center better than, than the Chargers. <laughs> Good stuff. Kenny King, bro. But at the end of the day, we look past these penalties. We still pulled off this win, which was – that's what had me absolutely amped. I mean, I was – I was, I actually walked out front of my house, and I was walking around just so amped because my kids were sleeping, so I couldn't get all crazy inside. <laughs> I, I, I'd been bottling up this emotion. I felt like I was walking around like OG Todd Monday after pumping out like a round of hundreds <laughs> and was going for it, man. I was fired up. Kenny King, I know you were too. But now we're going into a bye week. We're getting guys back. And this is a complete momentum shifter for the season. So from here, where does this take our Raiders team? From here, the only place to go is up. You know, we look at this team and what they can do. We have a bye week. Now, John Gruden has already said that the players are going to get a week off, which is great. I think it's good for these players to get some time to go home, spend some time with their families. We've been on the road for three week, or for two weeks already. So spend some time with your family. Rest up. Heal up. It's been a long couple weeks. It's been some physical games. Get back in there after that week and prepare for Green Bay. But what's going to be great about it is you're going to have guys that are going to be coming in. They're going to be healthy. We're going to have Gabe Jackson back. We're going to have Tyrell Williams back. We're going to have J.J. Nelson back. We're hopefully going to have Dwayne Harris back. We're going to have some players that are going to be coming back that are impact players. If you think about it, our number one receiver today was Hunter Renfro. <laughs> so you, you see, we have a lot of a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Looking at the defense, the defense looked significantly better. I mean, we really had three picks today with the one called back on Worley, which was which was a bullcrap call, anyways. Mm. But let's let's look at that and let's look at how we can capitalize and how we can continue to move forward. We just beat the number five defense in the NFL. We just beat Khalil Mack. We just beat a team that they said that we couldn't beat. Now the Raiders are looking in here to go forward and defy the odds. The The momentum has shifted. We've got back-to-back wins. We're going into the bye week. We have a big game against the Packers. We were facing one of the best quarterbacks, not only in the league, but of all time, in Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be another statement game for us. If we can go into Lambeau Field and we can win this game in a couple weeks, we have a legitimate shot of really saying that we are a playoff contender. I'm not going to sit here and say that we're going to win the Super Bowl right now. We're still a ways out. But to say that we can make the playoffs, it's not a long shot. This is a genuine and real thing that can happen. And as Raider fans, you got to get freaking excited about that. Did you say uh, that the Raiders get a week off? They do get a week off. Huh. So Derek should have a lot of time to talk this week, huh? He should. He should. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we should see what he's doing. We'll hit him up, maybe, see what's going on. So that's how we're going to wrap up the show this week. Um, I know you guys are used to our midweek shows, but going into the bye week, I'm not going to do anything in the middle of the week. I might shift, and me and Kenny will probably jump on 
maybe Saturday, who knows, maybe I'll get a guest and I'll throw the whole schedule off. But between now and the next game, there will only be one episode somewhere in there. It'll give us, you know, it's a bye week for the team. It's kind of a bye week for us to give us a little break, give us a little refresh. It's been a crazy off season leading up to this. Um, it's been a crazy five games. So we're going to, you know, kind of hit reset. We got a lot of things in the works too that are coming through. Should be getting maybe an announcement here, maybe the next week or two on some more content that we're going to be pumping out through Blue Wire. Um, but I appreciate you guys sticking with me through this. If you're at this point right now, uh, make sure if you guys haven't already, I'd really appreciate it. Really, really, really appreciate it. If you leave a rating and a review on our Apple podcast app, um, you go to Raider Cody podcast on Apple podcast, scroll down to the bottom. There's you hit the five star rating. You write a little review about it. I love getting on there and seeing like familiar names or just even from random listeners. I like to see some good comments. You know, it's kind of pays off a little bit. Makes me feel good about the work that we're doing over here at the Raider Cody podcast. So guys, the Raiders are three and two. We're rolling in hot into a much needed bye week to rest and heal up and keep this thing going. We got two more away games coming up two big games. I mean, if we could just win one of those suckers and get not get into this nice little home stretch that we have, if we can get through this first half of this schedule decently, the rest of our schedule evens out a little bit. It's It almost kind of goes to our advantage. So we're getting through the rough parts, Raider Nation. You guys are sticking through it. Don't stress yourselves out too much. Luckily, the next two weeks, you guys can relax. So uh, until sometime this week, Raider Nation, I'll see you guys. <laughs>